Two player, two player. This is your boy Zip tapping in. Got my boy C. Miller in the building. What's good? We got B with the shop on Fairfax. We live coming in. Yo, we ain't did a tape recording in a minute, so we just coming in live from the studio. We really just, man, excited about the week, excited about all the blessings and opportunities. Disruptive innovation is like taking over everywhere you look, from crypto to blockchain, all of the above. It's all been super duper disruptive. Everybody's getting scared. I know, I know. You've been watching Bitcoin. You're looking at it like, oh, what the fuck's going to happen? What the fuck's happening with my Dogecoin, all the other bullshit? I told y'all don't buy that shit. Y'all was like, I'm going to buy Dogecoin. Niggas getting rich. That shit been tanking ever since. But I'll tell you this. Buy the dip. Whatever cryptos you hold, buy the dip. When it goes low, you buy. You don't get scared during this time. You got to buy more. Now, there are a lot of different people who believe that we're probably going to see even close to $10,000 to $11,000 Bitcoin prices in this next drop. So if you got in at $20,000 and $30,000, you might want to look for some trade opportunities to jump out your position and reposition yourself. I'm, I was looking at $30,000. I'm more along the heavy shorters of going back to $11,000 only because your institutional money is acting crazy. They're getting risky. And I know I just jumped straight in with the crypto, but that's what I do because that's what y'all know me for. Bitcoin bosses, baby. So I want to tap in live. We had the shop on Fairfax. We in Hollywood, California, baby. You know, it's live out here, man. How's it live? See, man, we was just on the strip. How was it, baby? Shit, like growing 20s. I think that <laughs> wide open now. Yeah, dog. Growing 20s is back, man. That's what, I mean, it's, it's funny you said that, man, because, I mean, that's really what it's like, man. It's really like the growing 20s out here. When you look at the money that's really coming in, like the government just dropping I mean, it's like they... They literally in helicopters dropping money out on motherfuckers, facts, right? Facts, I mean, hey, every industry is getting a surplus of uh, not only, like, good money and stimulus, but also just really resources they need to keep opening. Like, I mean, even here in California, mom and pop bringing mortar business, again, stimulus is to open back up. I mean, it's beautiful. We about to get rid of the mask mandate June yes, 15th yes, out here. Yes, yes, That's yes. going to be huge. So, man, we live, man. We on the strip. We ain't want to give y'all too much. We got P in the building. P, come get on the light, man. We on the light, baby. What's up? P Wagner here, man. It's the best stylist in Hollywood. I'm telling y'all straight up. Don't, don't judge me because I'm about two weeks old, but I'm just saying this is the best cut you can get in the city. So just, just let you know. But deeper than that, man, she's the multi-talented uh, creator. Uh, she, she's coming some of the best stars, you name it. Stylist, keeps you looking pretty. And you want that intention when somebody touching your head, man. So you want to make sure you're always good. Somebody with good intentions, not no bad intentions. You dig? Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, man. So what's good, man? What's going on, C, man? Tell me what y'all doing with wardrobe. You know, man, how y'all feeling, man? I know y'all got a new product launch. Y'all dropping out. Tell me something good, man. We yeah, can show so, the people. So we're going to look to launch probably the next two weeks or so. You know, yeah, yeah. we on Amazon. Um, getting our, um, we're finalizing everything on Amazon right now. Dope. But uh, we're going to do a, a campaign called I Love Your Skin. Mm, you know what I'm saying? You know, for what's going on now. It's a lot of, you know, we got this hate going on. I mean, it's, it's a lot of stuff going on. You know, Definitely. You know, George Floyd, they, you know, just color your skin. So we, the I Love Your Skin campaign is going to be, Something that we push through, you know, with the skateboards and the skins and all that, and uh, that's gonna be our biggest thing uh, moving forward. So, I love it. give it about two weeks or so, and we'll be yeah. launching. We're doing promos, um, looking for collaborators, any young people that want to paint, draw, anything. You know, we're looking to give people opportunity to make their own money. You know, financial it. freedom. You know, what I'm saying so. We just teach that early, no matter how young, how old you are. But you know, what I'm saying like I said, we have the skins. Yeah. And people can draw and do their own collection, sell wow. it to their friends or whatever. Wow. And um, you know, and, and get and get a portion of those proceeds as well. I love it, so, man. I, I think that's amazing, uh, being able to give artists an opportunity to collab and be able to be creative at the same time. 
and really own their own power by being able to sell their own brand as well. 100%. I think that's amazing, man. Um, so we'll be on the lookout for that in the next two weeks. Anything uh, you want to share with the culture, man, about just not only art but uh, technology, where we're going. I think what you guys are doing, I think everything is going to be custom. So, like, being able to offer people custom yes. and uh, give people something they can tap into, they can create on their own. Like, I want my own skateboard. Yeah, that's, a, like, a great concept for me because I'm like, yo, I don't want the same shit Tony got. Yeah. I want my own thing. So, being able to put my – if I want to put my face on the board – That'll be lit for me, so I'm riding around, though, you know, got my own face on there. So I just think that's perfect, and I think the future is all about exclusive and custom. And I think the more that people, like, especially in the post-COVID reality, you know, smaller events, cultivated experiences, you know, more intimate opportunities, more customized things. And I think that's part of what we're seeing now uh, with what you guys are doing in your movement with wardrobe and I Love My Skin. I think that's amazing, man. I just think everything that's happening in the world, we ain't going to get into the specifics but we just gonna say everything that's happening in the world but i want to do bring up a thing you brought up george floyd and uh looking at george floyd here we are man a year almost a year to the date yes, that this brother like laid out on the street for uh, nine and a half minutes getting murdered and uh i want to get you know you and people perspective chime in do you guys think that much has changed in terms of the culture since all the riots uh, you know the promises from corporate donors and the pledges, and and uh, you know, you know what do you, what do you guys think? You think in a, in a year have we, have we can we look up and say, man, life has gotten better for indigenous people and black people in this country uh, after we seen George Floyd. Obviously, you know his family got a settlement. I actually Kareem and I saw his wife, um, his baby moms with the daughter going through Houston Airport. They got a twenty seven million dollar settlement. Yep. Shout out to uh, Justin Miller and uh, Chris Spencer working on that. And uh, obviously uh, the other brother that's an attorney. But those are frat brothers that we know they worked on it. So they they the Justice brothers we know. So shout out to Chris Stewart and uh, Justin Miller. But, you know, I mean, do you guys think it's got better? Or are we in the same place we were this time last year? I mean, me personally, you know, I tell folks all the time, man. You know, when you're dealing with a a country that, that kind of has been built on, you know, making, I mean, okay, so. We came to this country, we weren't people anyway. You know what I'm saying? In the Constitution. So, I mean, you can, you can defund the police and all the rest of the stuff. You got a, a group of people that don't want to see us win no matter what. Mm-hmm. So, I know after George Floyd, of course, you know, a lot of people's eyes are open. But but I think the other side is now more emboldened. You know what I'm saying? The Trump and, 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 and now, you know what I'm saying? They shut down the, uh, the opportunity to have Trump, you know, them actually looking to the, uh, the, 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 the insurrection. Mm. You know, the Senate shut that down. So they said, oh, we, we don't want to look into it. Clearly saw what the hell happened, but again, you know what I'm saying, it's in plain sight. You can just open, watch just watch how people move. Watch how police are still killing us. It's just something that we're going to have to figure out how to get deeper. You know, um, it has changed a little bit. Like I said, it opens people's eyes, but at the same time, the same, look, George Floyd, uh, Derek Chauvin was found yeah, out guilty. Definitely. And that same day, somebody got shot in the back of their head by a police officer. Fleeing police. And they, and, said, and they said that was justified. And the guy sat on TV and sat there and said, you know what? I don't care if he was standing still. Jesus Christ. We were st- like, that's just that's how bold they are now. So them, them bold, it's still bold. You know what I'm saying? Just hold your seats. You know what I'm saying? Shit. I think it's still, it's going to get a little more rattled. But, you know, just hold your seats and stay positive. What's up, Pete? What you feeling? What you feeling, Pete? Um, actually, I think that the whole part of, like, since George Floyd and all these companies, to me, it's just kind of like 
oh, let me give them the opportunity, let me give them a chance. But not in a genuine way. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like they was like, you know, these major corporations had to make these changes. And they did it a little bit, you know. Um, to me, I think they just do it kind of like, you know, they do when these companies do these gay pride campaigns. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, they just throw a rainbow on anything. And like, oh, here you yeah. go. You yeah, know? Absolutely. And it's like, actually, we'd rather just wear normal things. Just... But That's real. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, to me, it was like the same thing. Yeah. Um, as you can see, the racism, like, the world opened back up. And the first thing the other races want to do are, you know, I mean, everybody. But the things that are happening is just, I mean, to me, it's not getting any better. Um no, I appreciate. I mean, no, no, I, I appreciate y'all insight because I think when you look at the overall, by and large, of what we're dealing with, let's see if we can get this. Let's see if we get a good angle, y'all. We in the studio getting our, trying to get our, get our, get our chops together, baby. We getting it together. Hold up. So when we look at uh, the fact that we really, um, we coming through. Yeah, yeah let's let's scoot over some. Yeah, we coming in a, into a time where we really looking at. Uh, come on, yeah, come on the front, yeah, yeah, we right here, yeah, yeah. Now we, there we go. Now we looking good. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? All right, so look, and uh, really, but we coming to a time where I think people really waking up to the the, the construct of the bullshit, right? Like we knew it was bullshit, but when you see the construct playing out over and over, you know what really was obviously coming from Ferguson, Mike Brown Jr. And I talk about that a lot on this show just because I know Mike Brown Sr. Shout out to him. Shout out to all the people in Ferguson, the Freedom Fighters. And as you see, just bringing this up, the head of Black Lives Matter just resigned mm-hmm. for, for money embezzlement. Come on. Buying yeah, million-dollar cribs, one out like here. The, the Red Cross. Like, oh, man. You know. But see, the thing with them, nobody will find out. You know, we don't even, who runs the Red Cross? Yeah, exactly. Who's on the board? Who said, you know what I'm saying? So we talking about the money with the Haiti, right? Billions of dollars with the Haiti, but never got the Haiti, never got the Haiti. from the Red Cross. So just with, the, just with the situation like with the NBA right now. Mm-hmm. And as you can see, these guys are coming back playing, you know, doing what we do best. Save um, America. And then <laughs> you got these racist people in the stands that feel entitled Yep. Feel obligated and you know basically what he say. Uh, I throw this nickel on your back and uh, you know I throw this nickel on your back and make you dance in the street or mm. you know something he said. But you know like and then you spitting on people and throwing stuff like you know this isn't getting any better. Right. But these people feel like you know oh I didn't bought this ticket I didn't did this and now you out there playing. It's like yo that's not. And, and it come a time, and I just think that's how I could say it's not getting any better. Like we, you know what I'm saying? So we you know the world opening back up, gang people allowing people to come, and then the first thing y'all want to do is just be overly racist. Yeah. And, and it just yeah. boils down to when you yeah. look at the end of the NBA season, and I said this, I said, man, it's a COVID. I said it's a tremendous opportunity for these players to say fuck basketball right now. Right. Like you heard Kyrie Irving, and they tried calling him crazy. Mm-hmm. But he was the one that really was on it. Like, man, we got issues that are bigger than basketball right now. Right. And it gets to a point where it's almost like, man, fuck sports to a degree. Yeah. When we got babies being kids. All, all of them. them. All, all of them. them. Like, if foot- all of African-American colored people got together in all sports and said, we not going. For one, 
you already know the racist white people are already telling you that they only want to watch us on the court anyway. Period. Because of the way they talking. Shut up and play. Shut up and play. That's Get it. up out Don't there and do that. Don't else. talk about nothing Don't else. About like, nothing you know what I'm saying? And dribble. Come on. So, yeah. I mean, what sport do you think that we really want to watch, you know, the whole, like, without black people? And, and, and that's a real thing. And, and the idea is when we look at the economic power of these athletes, if they're able to pull away from this sport and go to Africa and say, you know what, we're going to play games in Africa this year. We ain't even playing in the States. What does that change? Obviously, you got workers. What I saw was during COVID, and I talked to you about this many times, Pete, what about the people that work at Staples Center? What about the people that work at the Georgia Dome who are not able to go concert, who, who feed their families? They feed six people off that. I got a, Get your boy wise. I got a client that, you know, that's what she did. I mean, she worked at all these stadiums. That was her job. And, mm. you know, you know, thank God for whatever being in place. But, yeah, like she's just now being able to go back. And now she's like, you know, well, I'm just going to go do the baseball because it's outside. It's open. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, and again, by and large, again, we talk about pandemics. You know, you think about, uh, you know, the American gets a pandemic. Black people get two or three pandemics. We got the pandemic of poverty. Yep. We get the pandemic of exacerbated poverty because of COVID because you can't go to work. And then you get COVID itself. And then so we look at these communities, brown and black people, by and large, were the main people dying. So, again, I just wanted to get y'all perspective on not trying to take it down too sad, but really just look at, like, what is the reality of, are we, have we gotten any better since they said, we're going to get y'all some money. We're going to cut them chips. And I know a lot of 99% we give you the stat. 95% of black-owned businesses didn't qualify for PPP. Come on. When you look at the list, you're talking about $10 million to this major corporation, $9 million here. Even Kanye got about $10 million. All these different companies that have got big box employees getting $10 million. And again, there were people who got 10 and 20 but that ain't no fucking money. Yeah. Yeah. 10 to $20,000? Grand? Like, motherfucker, if you ain't paid rent in six, 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 six seven months or a year or whatever, how long? That's your whole check. That's your whole check. So you're giving that right back. Right so what are the opportunities? What are the real money opportunities that are coming up? And I'm glad we're talking about this because there are tremendous money opportunities available. Biden administration just put I out always, $100 million. I always say we need to get back to, like, not segregation, but mm. to a point to where we only dealing with, with ourselves and knowing that this, you know, like you said earlier, this country was built off of selling black people. So get you a business. That's Fact. the way to, to yeah. work in, in America. Yeah. You got to be an entrepreneur. I think entrepreneurial, I think the at entrepreneurial some point, class. something has to happen. Yeah. You know, even if you're working at one of these corporations, I told my homeboy earlier, like, just start your business and when they give you a check, then put it in there. Yeah. And then, so you won't, 100%. you ain't never. That's what Nip, Nip is with the all money in thing. You yes. Know, the black dollars, as soon as we touch our hands, you know what I'm saying? You got Chinatown, Korea Town, all the rest of these places. They got their own banks and everything. The money goes in those places. And that's Us, why I think Nipsey was taking tap out. money and shit. It's going, we got, what, Persian jewel, jewelers, motherfuckers sell cars. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it touches our hand goes right back and out. That, and that be the thing for me with our community. We don't manufacture shit. nothing. We don't even manufacture toilet paper. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean. We don't have it. All the years of making cars, there's not one black-owned car company. Think about this. The Model T, the, 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 the Henry Ford gets his entire automobile plant. The entire consciousness comes from George Washington Carver understanding his relationship with actual physical plants. Yep. So the yep. fact that he's using biomimicry to create wealth 
that's why my whole ministry is, and, and mission is to teach people about getting back in tune with nature, using nature to create good systems of continual, what I call passive equity. Because that's what, you know, we talk about passive income, that's great. But what about passive equity? Equity that not only passes from this generation, but to the next generation. Like Absolutely. wealth, wealth. Like Absolutely. when we, we talk about land. land, but also invest in vehicles that take us further than what one plus one would do. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, I buy something from you. I put it on eBay. That's arbitrage and they make a couple of dollars. But if we create the systems that control wealth and we manage these systems, like the guys who were supposed to be on the show... Who had that system? Like we're able to create an eco, a ecosystem that's an infrastructure. And so, like when we talk about infrastructure, how many black people are actually saying, "Yo, what is the infrastructure we're going to create in our communities?" We always talk about buying real estate in the hood, but who's cleaning the sewer? Mm-hmm. Who's installing the Wi-Fi? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The shit that you need. Like this is what really got exposed in COVID, right? The digital divide. How many people actually can't really get online? Mm-hmm. How many people in these communities? They was giving kids internet. Here, take this. Everything. I mean, it came out of nowhere. But then people, we got kids. I'm talking to different mayors. They got third graders that still nine months behind in school because of COVID. Because mm-hmm. they weren't able to get online. They ain't have mm-hmm. solid internet. Mm-hmm. So now they putting billions and billions in the infrastructure. But what are the black infrastructure opportunities that we're looking at? We only think about. Uh, the things that service our needs. But what about how do we strengthen and build a nation? So we got to be thinking over the next five, ten years, what are the nation-building infrastructure opportunities for, not just education. We always think infrastructure just means we got to educate our kids. We need more schools. What are you teaching your kids in these schools? In a world where we're going 100% digital, where's the black school of digital transformation? I went to Morris Brown president and asked him, I said, man, I see the school's about to get their accreditation back. Mm-hmm. I said, if you really want to win and help these next generation of black children that are, are going to come to this institution, you need to be scrap the 1900s and the 20th century business model of school. Business administration, uh, this, this, you know, all these other shit. No, digital transformation. Financial transformation. Fin, fintech. What are the financial technologies that we're going to be coming out with? Bitcoins and the cryptos and the blockchains and the security. There's no school for that. Right. And so we got kids going to school learning about philosophy and they're going to be looking at that, which might not be a bad job, but let's say sociology and some of these other things that shit, psychologists, half of them don't even know what the fuck they don't know. They just got them, went to school, paid the money and just showing up at work for a check. They're not thinking about the biological implications of genetic mutations on your body. If somebody takes steroids, Right? If you take anabolic steroids for a particular amount of time, those are hormones affecting your body. Mm-hmm. If you eat too much chocolate and snacks, hormones are changing your physical DNA. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about the changes that happen to people on a regular basis. People don't think, they think they were born, that's their physical DNA for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. No, your societal, mm-hmm. your sociological, your environmental things impact you from the water you drink, yes. to the air you breathe, to the snacks, to the liquor. To the women, to the men, all this shit affects your DNA, and we don't have real conversations about what really affects us. We think we're the same. When people say they big bone, it's like, why are your bones bigger? What? <laughs> and we start doing bone density tests. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I'm big bone, you fat. You know what I'm saying? You have to lose weight. Now we got endomorph, mesomorph. You do have body structure types yeah. that, that 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 make okay. This person is more highly yeah, sure. predisposed to get out of this happen. However. But obesity. Obesity is the problem. We're talking about greed. Mm-hmm. 
gluttony, yeah. eating bullshit, yeah. going to McDonald's, yeah. Burger King, all that. I'm hating on y'all can sponsor me, but if y'all we'll sell impossible burger. <laughs> we are saying, but I'm saying we're on the real shit. We 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 really looking at. You know what I tell people all the time? Like you know, people ask me, you know, how you eat that? You know, impossible meat. And I'm like, you know, you don't have to have meat every time. No. So if you have to have some type of psychological, just get your impossible burger. Yeah. Mm. it's good. Then that's gonna you know. But if you just looking to have meat every time, like you killing yourself. Gorillas is the biggest thing in the in the jungle. And then they're still the meat. What they yeah, eat? Yeah. Shit, for grass. Motherfucker, sugar cane, something. All right, man, it's your boy Zip tapping in. Two player, two player. Y'all, we been in the lab. We getting it in. I love this shit, man. We keeping up the conversation, man. So what y'all think, man? What's cracking? What, what do you guys want to see over the next five months for this 2021? What do you expect to, like, really see that's going to shift and change? Like, we've seen so many things change. Like, my kids think it's the Jetsons. What do y'all think going to be the next crazy thing? I seen Sean Kingston had a nigga floating in his backyard with the uh, – with a personal drone. He had the personal foot drone flying through the shit back of Sean Key. So what do you guys think of the craziest technology? We're coming out of COVID. It's digital. You're seeing everything done. The GM shut down the entire plants to make everything electric cars now. So we're seeing the shift happen. They just shut down all their plants around the country. They switched everything over to manufacturing EVs. So this is what Elon Musk created because he made $88 billion through the pandemic. Mm. So people always talk about like, oh, this is fucked up. This, this, and this, everybody. Here's a motherfucker that was ready and has made $88 billion in a pandemic. Yes, yes, so it's just yes, a testament sir. of staying ready and you ain't got to get ready. Yes, so what? I, and so we're going to wrap it. And you know, again, this we can go all night talking about these different topics. I just want to wrap this segment and get in. But I want to get this perspective from y'all. What is going to be the next big thing in y'all perspective? I'm going to let P go first and I'm going to let you go. What do you think, P? Next five months, what's going to be the disruptive Innovation. Cornell got a cheat sheet, so I'm gonna let you go first. He's been saying some crazy shit. <laughs> I mean, the only thing for me, shoot, tell me where, where the aliens is at. What's going on? You know what I'm saying? I know, I know. Listen, I know. I was ready for this question. <laughs> yeah, don't be scared. Nah, Ezekiel's will. You know, it's interesting, man. It's funny you brought up the aliens, man, because, you know, have y'all heard of Project Blue Bean? See this is the, see here go this see this is where, this is how the show go long let me tell y'all <laughs> so Project Bluebeam is a project where they're gonna use lights and holograms just like they did Tupac in the desert mm-hmm. to make people think that it's an alien attack. Mm-hmm. Now this is supposed to be used it's gonna be used as a way to subject humanity into more giving up more rights. So COVID, what they believe is while they're paying people now to get the vaccine because whatever they putting in you. You're going to think you've seen the shit they told you you saw. Mm. But if you don't get the shot, you're going to be able to see the real shit as it really was happening. Now, that's just what I'm hearing. Right. Now, I may edit this off and nobody may ever see this part. <laughs> because just because I don't like yeah. to tell everything. Right. Yeah, no. However, that's what I heard. And so if you think about it, they're offering commu- commutations on senses for people radio. to take the I vaccine. I was listening to the radio today. If I was... Nowhere near as conscious as I was. The radio today was basically telling me like 10 people was going to get like a couple mil or for being vaccinated or like yeah. they got like they got a hundred billion right now. Right now, to if you get, get like they're going to start doing like a you know a potluck type of thing or something. Yeah. Well, I'll tell y'all this we are running ads. If anybody who has the money, we'll run an ad on the show. 
for, for that. For that. For that. So just, just the email. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that don't mean we did. I'm just saying. Now look, pay attention. So, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> that's some <laughs> crazy shit, though. Yeah, it is. Look, they said California giving out a hundred million. They listen. New real. York is giving their prisoners half a community. Like, if you got thirty years, yo, we'll knock your shit down to fifteen. You take the shot. What the <laughs> fuck is in this shot, man? Uh, this is my thing. When has the government ever been so generous? When have they ever been like, we want to give you something? Especially for black people. Like, we can go back to this motherfucking... You can go back to Every Rosewood to Tuskegee oh Civilist Experiment. Mm-hmm. Like, when have they ever given us anything to say, this is good for you. You need this. We're going to take care of you. <laughs> hey, you all... <laughs> so, you said, Elliot, what's your, what's your prediction? Five Next five months, what are we going to see in 20, 2021, man? What's going to be next? I mean, you know, we're going we to see, you know, I think I think flying cars about to come out. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. For sure. We're going to start seeing, like, a lot of quick trips and stuff like that. Transition Ooh. to EV. Uh, yeah. They're going to take them gas, gasoline mm-hmm. uh, pumps out. We're going to start seeing a, a big transition with that. Yeah. They don't have enough of them. No. You know, people are actually enough. trading their electric vehicles in because they don't have enough yeah. electric charging stations. So, that's going to be something big. So, too. that's the next infrastructure opportunity as well. I think when we talk about people looking at business models, mm. service and EV Charging stations. If you okay. got a, if you got a, Jeez. if you an electrical, if you if you electric electrician or any type of electrical service right now, Jump. you gonna work for the rest of your life. Yep. Because anything electric, if my shit shut down now, oh Nick, call the electrician. Like he gonna be like. So I'm actually looking for an apprenticeship. If any electricians out there, let me learn because I don't give a damn. I like to learn. <laughs> I want to know the shit for myself. Like I'll go to school for that shit. I'll work with a nigga for fun. Like how Kim Kardashian said she gonna do four years of fake law school and mm-hmm. then I'll be that nigga. Like, let me do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's gonna be huge. So you said people are trading in their electric cars? Yeah, because it's not enough EV infrastructure. Yeah. So that's again going back to the infrastructure. So it's, it's gonna be even more money coming in the stimulus. So that's my pick. I just think obviously futurism, I'm big on any new changes, but I think money wise, we're about to see the biggest wealth, not only transfer, but wealth that we've ever seen. Like you call it the roaring twenties. We literally in the roaring 20s. Like, this shit is like, it's insane. We were in Hollywood today. I mean, you you, you can smell the money. I seen like five mule sayings coming down the hill. Yeah. Like, mule sayings half a ticket. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. This, is, this, is, this is real money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, man, I appreciate y'all tuning in. Hey, this been us, man. Thank y'all for joining the pod. Jumping on with your boy, two player, two player. I got two players with me. Yo, yo, y'all check out Paris Wagner on IG. Check out Wardrobe Galaxy on IG. I love my skin. New campaign. We about to really turn it up a notch. We see y'all. We hope y'all see us. Put your 3D glasses on because we coming. Two player, two player. We on.